you're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome everyone to episode 93 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, your host Bob Chichinsky with my good, good friend Dog Bark 24 My dude, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, how are you? Doing good, man. Excited to be here as always and extra excited a little bit at least this week because... We're going to be talking some freaking high aisle, man. Like, going into it a little bit for the first uh, full time. You know, we had our Patch Nuts episodes, but now we're going to talk, like, some just, like, uh, you know, in-game content that we got to experience. So it's really cool and exciting, and uh, it's, you know, it's out on console. It's out for everyone now, so it's exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. Yeah, you sound very excited. So... Uh, since you're so excited, why don't you tell us, dog, about the news, and then we could get the rest of this going. Alright, uh, first up, as far as news goes, you know, we had console DLC day, uh, servers were up bright and early in the morning for America, and as far as I know, never went down, so it's pretty successful DLC day, so that's pretty good, especially considering, you know, I think PC, maybe it was just NA, servers are up for, like, all day. So, definitely yes. really good in comparison. They did start very, like, in the wee hours of the night for console, though, I must say. Which was probably a smart decision. But they nailed it, and it was up early, and people could download it. So, whatever the heck stalled them out on PC, it did not do that on console. And that's that's the goal, right, of the delay. So, I mean, there you go. Win for console. Alright, the other next bit of news is that we have the Zeal of Zenithar event coming starting on June 30th and ends on July 12th. The next bit of news, I don't know if that's the right superlative here, dog, because this is quite the event I'm seeing here, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Yes, there's lots of stuff to talk about. So much stuff. This is the next majority of news, (laughs) as a matter of fact. Yeah, this is like two pages. Yeah, it's... I mean, most of it's just tabbed over, so it's fine, right? Everything will be fine. It's the news, period. (laughs) Yeah, this is the big news that, you know, everyone needs to know. The big lead of the day, of the week, of the month. There you go. And next month. It's a a whole, it's a multi-month event. Yes. Even though it starts on the last day of June, so. Yeah, let them have it, dog. No. But uh, to starting off with the Zeal of Xanathar, there's going to be some global event modifiers. It's going to be lasting, you know, throughout the entire event. Um, the first one is, like, Wayshrine travel costs are reduced by 75%. Uh, repair costs on vendors are reduced by 50%. Crafting inspiration gained from all sources increased by 100%. New rare social and combat wilderness encounters are peppered throughout Tamriel for you to find related to the Zeal of Zenithar. So that's actually pretty cool. Something new. 
Uh, vendor prices across Tamriel are reduced by 10%. These include vendors that sell items for gold, AP, or Telvar stones, including the golden vendor. So, pretty good. We're going to have a couple uh, goldens where stuff's going to be 10% off. So, that's good. Yeah, that's really cool. As Well, it will be cool if there's good stuff in the golden. If that, that, that's not, true. Yeah, it would just be a super troll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now it's the perfect time to purchase, you know, those big cost hellware items that are inside of the Pyro City for like, you know, collectors like the War Torts. There's some like ridiculous amount of uh, Telbar stuff that costs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, as well as like any gear that you might want inside of the as well as any gear that you might want inside of the Imperial City that costs for Telvar, because that's also pretty expensive. So now's the time to do that. And if you want to get any serial sits that cost AP, or the Keep Recall Stones from uh, Imperial City, those also cost AP. So now's just the perfect time to get like a lot of like the gear from boxes and stuff. Which, I wish I would have known that before I spent like 2 mil on boxes for uh, Deadly Dagger. But, yeah. Didn't you sell one back to Vox, too? I did, yeah. Well, you made some back, then. You made 10%. Uh, it was not 10%. 200k <laughs> is 10% of 2 million. Yeah, I guess. Math is fun, dog. Yeah. Um, but I would have yeah. saved, you know, 200k. But that's okay. It's AP, but that's fine. What AP, dude? Are you? Oh my god! Don't even get me started on <laughs> you and your AP. Okay, I don't even want to hear I, it. I'm broke. I, I broke I my email. No. <laughs> I don't even want to hear I it. I only like forty nine, and you made two hundred k gold off. And now I'm mad. <laughs> now I'm mad. Okay, tell them about the houses, dog. All make right. it and, make it good again. Yeah, and lastly, houses purchable for gold is also going to be ten percent. So if your goal is to buy every house in Tamriel that costs gold because it's not a crown star item, now is the perfect time for you to do to do that. And it will really make a difference on the three uh, notable yeah, yeah. size homes. Oh, you yeah, because those are expensive. Yeah, they're like three to four million each. So that's going to be 300,000 off. That is actually a pretty significant chunk. I mean, you could probably buy a whole nother house with that amount of gold. Yeah, oh, you could buy a few, you know, small homes, you know. Yeah, you could definitely buy every unit with that kind of gold. <laughs> and, you know, like a staple home, 10%, you know, like the Snug Pod, it's 40000 4000 off is not really going to make a big difference. But the bigger houses, it really will. And, like, um, the large homes, too, you can have some that get up in, like, the, you know, almost 1 million range, 1 million plus range. And uh, that's going to be 100,000 plus off your home. So if it's something you've been saving up for, then now is definitely the time. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll just uh, save yourself some gold on the way out. Maybe be able to buy a couple extra houses. Like Tuck said, you know, I know there's people going to try and collect every house. It's something I've always wanted to do. Just super expensive and uh, vendetta, but um, yeah, now is a great time. So uh, definitely take advantage. Yeah, I have some goals set up, so I'm gonna probably gonna buy a few houses. 
Which one you got your eye on? Uh, I don't know. I I don't really care about the highest. I just want to own them. <laughs> I, I mainly want to get like the big three for like the titles and stuff. The big three would be very nice. So are we going to talk how much gold you have right now on Xbox or what? Uh, no, we don't need to talk about that. I don't <laughs> think I have enough. So we <laughs> need to talk about that. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe next week if I, uh, we could talk about it, if I, you know, bought them or not. There you Probably go. Not. All right. Well, you guys will have to j- tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> As if you didn't need more of a reason. Yeah. Uh, during the event, each time you complete the daily quest, you receive one Xenathar Sublime Parcel Boxes. And in addition, you can add Xenathar Delightful Parcel Boxes by participating in the following activities. Completing the intro quest. Completing any Master Rit, which is pretty nice because I have like a chest in my house that's like 60 Master Rits. Another character with like 40 Master Rits and like 30 Master Rits in my bank. So I can finally use up all of those. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big mood, honestly. Yeah. I think everyone listening to this probably feels that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the first daily crafting whip per account uh, completed each day will give you one. I don't know. I mean, I kind of wish it was per character. Yeah. I thought it was per character. Now I'm even more eh. like per account. Yes, I do I, like seven uh, per character. <laughs> I mean, I think seven per character would be a bit ridiculous. That's like anniversary events. Yeah. Style. One per character uh, would be nice. You're right. Yeah. Uh, defeat a world boss. So grouped with the player who is in at least one of your player guilds. Uh, complete a world event while grouped with a player who is in at least one of your player guilds. Which group of world events, uh, technically, I think you just go right now, Alec or Domans, right? Because those are world events, so. Yeah, that's what I would say. Domans, uh, you know, geysers, dragons. Lava events. Lava events are where to go. I'm just saying, you can get the lead for the uh, Oakensil ring there as well, so. Yeah. Well, not you, but everybody else can. Uh, Unless if you've already got Oh, you Pretty got it. <laughs> I just haven't got the safe box one yet, but I haven't had time. So maybe tonight after we record, there'll be some good wee hours of the Sunday night. No one's awake. Yeah, I- I'm awake, though. I'll go see all your boxes. You know, I saw a meme that Nephis posted today, and it was like that feeling when uh, you have your friends grind a lead with you and then your friend gets it before <laughs> you. <laughs> and it was like Yu-Gi-Oh! It was like not him! It was like, yeah. That's, I've felt that way too many times. I almost want to tag you and just be like, I hate you. But then I was like, <laughs> if I tag him in it, then he's going to get the next lead and he's going to be like, oh yeah, I get it every time. So here we are and you're still going to say it. It's because I don't want it. <laughs> like yeah, that, That's what it boils down to. Why? Because I want, I want to have every antiquity. Or not every antiquity, but every mythic item. Like that's my yeah. goal. I'm not actually going to use it. I might, you know, it might be like, oh, hey, look, Bob, I got the Orchid Soul Ring before you. Destroy. <laughs> and then that I can. mean anything because you reconstruct it, okay? <laughs> I know. 
for like, like 25 transmutes. Back in the Disney, okay, that used to mean something, but now it's yeah. just now it's just a you know I don't know. It's a literally a symbol of the good old days now because like new players and be like, okay, cool, you deleted it. Yeah. 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 But it still hurts my heart, so you know where to go. Yeah. So it was a successful job. <laughs> it's a, a sexful job. <laughs> <laughs> a successful, but I uh, missed a syllable there. It's allowable. <laughs> it's allowable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll allow it. I don't know. Okay, dog. Are we done with this crazy event? How much more is there? Well, you can also conquer each round of a group-based arena challenge while grouped with a player who is in at least one of your player guilds. That has a chance to drop a box. But the final round reward contains a guaranteed parcel. So so you're doing Dragonstar Arena. You know, 10 rounds. You have nine chances and one guaranteed. And as our good, good friend Grammaton Dryad was posting uh, or was mentioning in our Discord... Which, if you're not a part of, you're missing out on. But um, going through Dragon Star Arena on normal with your companion is a great way to level it up. And now you get a box from it at the end because Dog said so. And you can work towards getting all the Dragon Star weapons and have that collection completed. Level up your companion, get boxes. So many cool things. Yeah. Kind of sucks that you know one like the one of the companions I can't get on my you know nice grinding character. So <laughs> nope, that's what you get. Uh... <laughs> but we'll get more more into that later. Um, alternatively, if you're not interested in you know any of that, um, you can also there's also a small chance to uh, steal parcels from you know Tamrielic citizens throughout pair through pickpocketing, strong boxes, or thieves troves. Those are all the different ways how you can get the boxes. Now, what's in the boxes, right? Because that's that's the most important part, right? It was. All right, so the list is, you know, you have tradable outfit style pages for the High Rock Spell Sword Armor. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, crafting materials, provisioning ingredients, alchemy reagents, runestones, or motif style items, which pretty sure those are all crafting materials. Um, Crafting boosters. Not really sure what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe they're those uh, crown like the items. A from the research kind of thing. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That would be cool, honestly. But the fact that they sell those makes it kind of like, eh, I don't know if they'll do that. Yeah, or it could be. Like inspiration boosters? I mean, I don't really there's know. Some, there's some inspiration. Oh, it could be crown mimic stones. Maybe that's what it is. Crafting booster? Will that really... Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's... I guess. Booster is like a very kind of specific word. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, a small Boost chance mystery. of a... Uh, yeah, a small chance of a gold tier booster or a research time scroll. So we definitely research time tools. So don't know what the gold tier booster is. So I would say gold tier booster is probably the remove a day from research, right? 
Well, it, I would think so too, but it's this gold tier booster or research time scroll. Oh, so the research time scroll would be that. Okay. Yeah, which is different from crafting boosters, I guess. So maybe it's a like XP scroll, but just for oh. inspiration? That would be weird, but I that guess it could weird. exist. Yeah. Uh, furnishing and provisioning recipes. Uh, you can get repair kits, siege repair kits, or a small chance from an empresario group repair kit. That would be pretty sick to get. Uh, treasure maps, survey reports, Imperial City vault keys, companion gear, or a random currency pouch. And the random currency pounds can contain either gold or Telvar stones. And there is an extremely small chance that you can win a lottery that gives you 100,000 gold or Telvar. And the earnings from this pouch are not affected by any form of currency boosters. So, lots of different things you can get from these boxes. Almost too much you could get from these boxes. Yeah. So, right. yeah, well, there you go. So, it when it comes to events, are there going to be tickets and stuff we need to be earning? Of course there's going to be tickets, right? There's a tickets almost every event, except for the ones that they don't have tickets for. Pretty much almost every event, you're right. Yeah, almost every event. Um, you can get three tickets a day for a total of 39 tickets by the end of the event. So, a lot of tickets. Yeah, that's a lot of tickets in there, I would say. Alright, uh, you can spend these tickets on all three of the Soulfire, Dragon, and Lucid Pet Fragments. All three fragments of the Oriel Quasigraph mount, uh, bound style pages for the High Rock Spell Sword Armor style, group of pair kits, and there's a new item, uh, the new Companion Guild Commendations. These Companion Guild Commendations, uh, each of the three major guilds in ESO, Fighters Guild, Majors Guild, Undaunted, uh, when you use a commendation on an act of a companion, they immediately reach the next skill rank for that specific guild. So it just increases your rank by one. Uh, depending on like how much they are, uh, that's going to be pretty cool. If they're like five tickets, they're kind of mad. If they're two tickets, then I can see people really getting them. If they, especially if they don't want to do, you know, 20 of each daily for both of the new companions together. So, yeah, I could see that. Two sounds good. And I am excited to finish the uh, Quasigraph mount. Hopefully I can pull that one off. Yeah. kind of curious on how far along I'm on that one. I feel like I'm I missed something. About it, yeah. It's, I, it, it's been like a month or two, right? Since it had an event, it's been a while, yeah. Kind of crazy. It is. I also just spilled my drink everywhere. That's also kind of crazy. That is crazy. Pretty, though. And then uh, lastly, uh, during the Zealous Zenithar event, um, you can also get the Luminous, uh, Indirect, Ice Breath Indirect, Shimmering Indirect, and Rhyme Dusk Indirect pet berries. Or pets and berries. So. You did that on purpose. I did, yeah. It's because, you know, <laughs> whenever I see it, I have to say it the way I say it because saying, you know, Indirect is just like, nah. Saying it properly doesn't make sense. Fair enough, dogged. Well, are you gonna enjoy this event or what? I think I will. I mean, I'm definitely gonna do like all my master rates, so I'm gonna have like a bunch of space to store 
stuff. That that'll be nice. Yeah, it will be nice. I did a lot of master it's recently, trying to get some XP and such, and like just uh, I wanted a bunch of the vouchers so I could buy the um like boxes to store in your home with extra space. But um, I don't know. I'm excited for the event. It's some new, some different, some tryout. And it's got tickets, so like I said, I'll have to see where I'm at on that Quasigriff mount. That is going to wrap it up for the news for us. So, my dude, D-O-double-G, let's get into the Cyrodiil side of things. And we're going to hop right into it this week with Greyhost. These scores are a few days old, so you'll have to forgive us, but we do have them for you. And in PCNA, when we got them, there's 23 days left. EP is in the lead at 25k, DC right behind them, 24k, and AD at 23k, bringing up the caboose. Now on, well, just to mention, that are pretty close scores, so week in, everyone's keeping it close, that's really awesome to see. On PCEU, we've got AD at 29k, EP at 20k, and DC at 19.5. So AD is starting to pull ahead a little bit over there, and uh, GG to them. But it's a very close battle for second, and hopefully DC can get out of last over there. We don't want to see DC in last place. Right, dog? Right, we never want to see DC in last place. No, we really don't. So how is it going on Xbox? I really hope DC isn't <laughs> in last place. Well, if you really hope DC is in last place, then you definitely get what you want. Um, no, I hope not. Uh, no, but you didn't say not. So I said I hope they aren't. No, no. Uh, but for uh, the console campaigns, are seven days left. You have AD in first with 75k, EP in second with 65k, DC in last with 62k, and then AD, it's the uh, same thing, but bigger gaps. Uh, AD in first with 85k, EP in second with 59k, DC in last with 56k. You know, we're only 3k behind in both, so, you know, we have a chance. At second, yeah. Probably not, At second, okay, well, you never know, Doc. And there's still a week left, so... I'm pretty certain about, uh, Grey Host. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so hopefully on uh, PS PlayStation, you know, we're doing a little bit better. So for NA, we've got EP at 79K, DC at 64K, and AD at 63.5. So what up? That's what I'm talking about. Now for the last but not least, we have PlayStation EU scores. And we've got DC in the lead. DC in the lead. Mm-hmm. That's right. 73k. AD behind them at 66k. And EP at 63.5. Bringing up that caboose. So, yeah. Uh, lots of varying scores throughout the three servers, I must say. Yeah, scores are definitely different. Um, especially Xbox NA, they're... No, the same. And by NA, I mean both NA and EU. But yeah. 
Yes, that sounds about right, my dude. So, uh, let's get our serial self wrapped up here and get back into the high aisle state of mind. And, uh, of course, we cannot do that without reminding you all we are part of the wildly popular Robots Radio Podcast Network. Or if you check us out at robotsradio.net, you can find all kinds of other podcasts that you will enjoy listening to. Surprisingly enough, I know. But there are some freaking, like, you know, you don't have to search random podcasts. They're just there for you. That's the goal. And it's freaking cool. So go check them out. Robotsradio.net Following is a public service announcement from the Starter Set Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is your D&D campaign. This is the Starter Set podcast. You know how, like, poison frogs don't lick each other's backs? So it's Howl's Moving Castle mm-hmm. with a face. Mm. Hey there, I'm Great Mandibles. Because <laughs> one of the party speaks abyssal. You're all going to die. <laughs> and then adventure falls into your lap. Plop. This is your D&D campaign after listening to the Starter Set podcast. So join Sam and Ed every Friday on the Starter Set Podcast for Prime Dungeons & Dragons content. Any questions? Alright. So, dogged. It's been uh, a few days since we've had High Isle out. Well, I've had it for, you know, a few weeks with PC plus console. But, uh, yeah, we've had a few uh, adventures ourselves. I haven't got as much time to play on console as I would like, but we did get to do some little bit of fun stuff together, and uh, I did get to do some random adventures, so uh, a little bit of behind the scenes. We did really, really try to do this episode earlier this week and get it out to you guys, and uh, man, it it did not go well, so... uh, um, I apologize because I pretty much fell asleep the entire thing and didn't pull it off. And, uh, I tried to make it happen, but it didn't work. So this time it's going to work. And I think we're going to have four episodes in a month for like the first time in a very long time. So regardless of what we tried to attempt, this attempt is going to be very perfect and i've said enough now to the point where i hope that it's true so dog let's uh let's make it happen man what like now that you've actually got some time in high aisle what has really been your uh first kind of opinions and feelings on it all right so i'm gonna kind of go in like you know the order that i kind of discovered things right sure so um, the first thing that I kind of found out was like the little small little incursion lava events, uh, like the base game daydream incursions. Um, those are pretty cool. Just you know, nice and simple little activities scattered throughout the zones. Kill a couple uh, lava-based enemies. You know, pretty cool. Yeah, those are good. I haven't got to mess uh, with those ones too often. Every time I run by them, they're like already done. But yeah. I do like them. Alright, but I got both of their companions on my main character. Um, both of their quests are great. Uh, I was doing them on my uh, character that holds all my companion gear. I was able to get Isabel fine, no problem. 
Uh, Ember, on the other hand, man, I have some serious problems with Ember. Um, so the first time that I was trying to get her on that character, it just would not work. Like, I, I had to abandon it like, really early on because I had, like, a weird thing where, like, one of the mushroom things didn't spawn in properly. So that was a buzz. So I tried it again, and it broke. I was like, oh, go follow Ember. Follow an Ember. Ember's just standing there. Thank you, Ember. You're, you're, you're not helpful. Abandoned it again, or abandoned that quest, you know, the second time. Doing it a third time that same day. Went through the entire thing again. Just for the same thing to happen. And I rage quit. I was just like, I, I'm not doing that. I'm done playing ESO for the day. Or for the night. So. Then. A couple days later, I was like, alright, I'm going to try this again. Hopefully I can get it right. Four or five attempts later. Still no Ember on that character. Still can't swap gear. My companion gear on that character. Because my bank is full. My bank's a wreck. There's too many Master Rits in my bank. It's bad. So the Seal of Zenithar event can't come soon enough, so I can, you know, maybe put in some of my uh, Master Rits in there, um, put in some companion gear so I can properly uh, gear up Ember. As of right now, I can't gear up uh, Ember because I can't get Ember on the character that has all my good companion gear. So that's a bit of a problem for me. But yeah, speaking of like quests, though, I was watching, you know, Bob's stream, and he was doing a dev quest, which I would rate a solid, you know, probably 2 out of 10. But it gets, you know, minus 8 for there not being an option to slaughter the animal that was involved. So, you know, 10 out of 10 quest, but I couldn't slaughter the animal. There's no option to, so. Um, outside of that, I haven't uh, started the zone stories. I've just kind of just been doing the dailies for each of the zones, and I've been doing guild dailies for... Just getting up my guild on all four of my companions. I haven't really done that yet. So, you want to add anything to that, Bob? Any, you know, companion adventures on your end? Questing adventures on your end? Anything? Um, yeah, you know, the companion quests have been a little bit interesting. I have to admit, I've still only done Isabelle's. I haven't done Ember's, but. I don't know, everyone's saying it's long, and I do feel like it's a little bit long, but if you speedrun it, it's not too bad. And you, you gotta put on the wild hunt ring and everything else, right, dog? Uh, for Isabel? Um, yeah, it's pretty long. Um, yeah, it's kind of sucks that you have to do it on, like, every character that you want the companion on. But, yeah, Isabel's supposed to know. I can finish Ember's quest, or not Ember, Isabel's quest. I can finish Isabel's quest, right? Even if it takes you 20 minutes. I was trying to do Ember's quest for probably an hour, an hour and a half, and I never was able to get it a second time, so. <laughs> well, that's just you finally having bad luck. It finally ran out. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. I'm just like, it seems <laughs> weird that, I don't know. It's just like, they want some quests to take long, like, well, I don't know. Okay, so for example, I have been kind of trying to avoid the zone story because I want to get done with all the side stories first, like the big main ones. So, like, they're all there at the end or whatever. And uh, some are quicker, some are more in depth, some are just kind of like uh, harder to follow, which kind of makes me like not so much want to follow it. Yeah, I haven't really done too many side quests, so. 
But yeah, that sounds typical for like, you know, DLC. So, all right. Uh, the next thing that I really uh, tried out was the volcanic vent, the volcanic vent world events, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um, I, I like those better compared to the Deadlands portals. Um, those, those portals were definitely, definitely a cool concept, but it didn't really feel like a world event to me. Um, especially like compared to like the prior ones where those were like really challenging and you needed like a lot of people in order to do them. The other kind of bad thing about the Deadland portals was like it was a race to the finish. And if you were lagging behind, then sometimes the portal would just be done before you even got to the end. So this world event, definitely amazing. Definitely awesome. Um, doesn't last very long because, you know, like, there's like 20 people running to each one because, you know, Oak and Soul uh, lead is like life right now. So everyone wants that. Feels similar to the Somerset Geysers. But, you know, instead of water creatures, you're fighting lava creatures. So, I guess you could say uh, those world events are pretty hot right now. Pretty freaking hot, dog. Yeah. Somerset was cool. Uh, High Isles hot. Uh, you know, it, it's not what you expected when you come to this nice island, but the heat takes you off guard. It really does. Did we drag your pun out long enough, dog? I I think we did. I I think it. I think we did. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's sufficient. Yeah. Uh, when I was exploring the zone, um, everything in High Isle is in like you know High Isle like little location. When you check like the little guild group friend location, except for the center aisle, it's like all flags aisle or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Um, which. It's not instance, like you can swim over there, but you can't swim to the other aisle that's like north east. It's the Amenos aisle, that's what it is. You can't swim over there because I tried multiple times. It just doesn't allow you to do it because there's like slaughterfish. And I was like, oh, well, maybe if I try it from a different angle, right? I can get over there with my wild hunt ring, just quick swim, nothing could go wrong, right? No, nope. stuff went wrong. I died. I got slaughtered by slaughterfished. Twice. Yeah, that's a bold move, man. I don't. I definitely was too afraid to try myself, but I did swim to the All Flags uh, Navy Way Shrine Island, whatever, and that worked. Alright, uh, two days ago we did the trial. Um, without getting like you know too, you know, trial spoilery and whatnot. Um, there's some lightning that hurts, you know. Very shocking, especially when you stack multiple people on top of each other. Um, doesn't seem too bad, though, even when you do stack multiple people on top of each other. Just does a bit of shock damage. Um, the poison, though, that kind of seems a bit, a tad bit dumb, especially when it can happen and the levers that you have to press all at the same time. But the lot with the poison that you can keep on ticking, keep on ticking. I had to deal with like 12 ticks while I'm the healer. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a heal. I need to cast all my heals, and I need to quickly pull this lever before I die. Pulled the lever, and then I died once. So, and we failed the lever, so that was pretty awkward. Had to, you know, wait. So, but yeah, try new try was pretty cool. Um, I've been able to heal it, tank it, and do damage to it. Don't really understand the mechanics too much though, because it's on normal, or I I did it on normal, so mechanics don't really matter as much. So, yeah. Well, 
I wish that I've gotten to play the trial a bit more, but I still have definitely enjoyed it for what it's worth. Um, clearly, I love, uh, you know, Willie's one of the new companions, but I know that Ember is also getting a lot of love too, and I'm sure she's great. Um, as far as the main quest goes, I still haven't got to do too much of that. Like I said, I've been messing with some of the side quests first, hoping to clear out a lot of those. And they all, uh, as kind of is traditional for the chapter, they all seem to have a pretty deep story. So I've been enjoying just kind of taking those in and not trying to rush through them. And uh, I don't know. Overall, it's been a very enjoyable chapter, I would say. And yeah, yeah, chapter is uh pretty good. Um, last thing I started playing tonight actually is the card game. Um, definitely did not know what I was doing, and then I thought I was starting to get the hang of it. You know, I started doing a couple PvP matches, lost a couple, I won once, lost another one, and I was doing really good against like the last one that I played before we started recording. And then the guy dropped twenty prestige in one turn. I'm like. Oh, all right. I guess I'm not as good as I thought I was doing. So, yeah, card game is definitely interesting. Um, I think I think that like the more you play it, and I think you start to understand a little bit more of it. So, yeah. Have you been playing the card game at all? Have you tried that yet, or no? I have tried the card game, like through some of the tutorial but only on pc i don't know if i actually ever challenged like a real person yeah it's uh interesting i was able to get the daily done right before you said so i could grab another one so maybe i'll do it tomorrow maybe i won't i don't know as far as the card game yeah i mean there's a lot going on in that i definitely am still gonna have to catch up to it um, we will have an episode about it someday and we'll probably have other people come help us because as far as uh, so far I have only done the tutorial and Dogged is probably gonna you know beat the crap out of me the first time we played anyway so you know there you go that would probably definitely probably be the case yeah I might surprise you, though. I might be the guy to get, you know, 20 prestige in one turn. You just never know. You might be. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you guys will have to tune in next time to find out because that is going to wrap it up for us. It's just a little high aisle episode for you guys to enjoy some of our first tastes of it, especially uh, dogs with the console and everything. So thank you guys for hanging out with us, as always. And uh, we'll be back, if not next week, then fairly soon. Um, We might do our Tales of Tribute episode next. We probably will do something else in between first, though, uh, so we could try and get a little bit more, uh, you know, TOT under our belt and uh, maybe have some uh, friends come hang out with us and uh, help talk us through that game and everyone else because... You know, it is a cool thing, and uh, I want people to be able to, you know, get a good grasp at that and feel comfortable going forward with it, not just something they're not going to ever touch. And, you know, 
uh, just having information and just feeling like you're confident uh, with the game will really help going forward with that. So hopefully that's something we can establish and uh, that will be in one of our episodes going forward. But here I am rambling now. So dogged. If they want to hit us up in between these episodes, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Twitter of the Yet Red Diamond Cast. You can find us on Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. You can find us on our ESO PC or Xbox skill of Airs the Red Diamond. You can, you can join our Robots Radio Discord found on robotsradio.net. And if you check our show notes, you can find all our cool links like our merch store, music producer, ESO-Hub.com, and anything else. Plus, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with words, We'll shout you out on the cast to the stars and let everyone know how much we love you. Dogged. Um, why don't you let everyone know where they could tell you how much they love you? Well, you can find me on Twitter, Xbox, and ESOPC, all of at Dogbar24. And for me, it's me, Bob Chichinsky, at about the same Xbox, ESOPC, Twitter, and Twitch. If you spell Chichinsky right, you'll find it. So we thank you guys for hanging out and, uh, you know, listening to us talk some high aisle. We hope you're all enjoying it. And for us, we will catch you on the flip side. Yep. See ya. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean to have a voice? And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I won. I beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and... <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam. You can't use those words! He's gonna grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I mesmerize him. This is Adelaide's Anarch movement. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw. Hulk Cthulhu. Told you I had it. Oh, we've all got the creeps going. I love it so oh, yeah, much. Screechy child. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but. Better. Thought maybe you might be able to give me a counter-off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. Even support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world.